0: Okay, so today we begin the mission begins. Ad or steilan, I should say So here we discuss with begins with the concept of tosefet shvit, meaning even prior to the beginning of shmita cycle, certain avoda is asked to do. So from what point in time is one not allowed to plow their steilan? F- that's an orchard a field that has trees in it. Erev shvit on the, um, the year before, on the sixth year. So, Beit Chamei says, anytime the plowing is advantageous to the pre, the pearot that have grown in the sixth year, then that's okay. You can continue plowing. However, after that point, you're not allowed to. Why? Because says, as long as once it becomes after that point, when it seems to be for the needs of the ground itself, then it now looks that it is apparently Havit Shvit. And now your plowing is clearly it's not, a, it's not beneficial to the trees anymore. So, what, what you're doing by plowing the field now for, uh, for irrigation, whatever the reason is, <coughs> is, is to improve the soil for the Shmittier. And that's covered off by Tosefet Shvid. And Beit Hillel says, Adat Zeret until Shavuot. That's the time you're allowed to plow in a steilan. We're going to see what is the case of a steilan in some time. In a steilan, Understands in the state line it is up to a and it says both these are very very close to one another. Okay. Now the Gemara tries to understand the sources to salvage Shvs. It says, Ad ematai chorshin. Where do we see this? Uh this in until what point in the sixth year can you plow? It says, now here we have Tase Masecha, but uh the uh the gra actually says we should the past the past fit shovakatsir t now that is because the understanding is it's actually using the same Pasuk as opposed to the two different Pasukim. tishpot. In other words, we're Dorit. the beginning end of the Pasuk. Um, as it says. So it says, anan k'aymin. What's a Pasuk possibly referring to? In other words, yamim tavod v'yom mashvi tishpot v'charish Now, is that talking about Sheshat yamim, six days? And what's the Malachar is talking about? It's talking about which is a harvesting and plowing with a rest from. So the Gemara says, if we're talking about Shabbos perashis, if we're talking about the days of the week, we've already got a pasuk that tells us you're not If we're talking about the years of Shemitah, we've got a different pasuk elsewhere that says what that rasa decha morka mecha. Mashmadat refers to shmita. So we've got a, this uh, this pasuk that we simply don't know what it's referring to. If the pastor can't be talking about not the Isra of Malach on Shabbos, or the Isra of doing Avodah in the field on Shemitia, mm-hmm. that's referring to these two extended periods already in the sixth year. Why do I say two extended periods? As I've said to you already, when it comes to Ste-Ilan, it seems to be at least going to be a hill from Shavuot time. You're not allowed to do any plowing in a Ste-Ilan, and a ste already from Pesach, by the way, but we'll get to that. Now, how do we understand the Passover? Because it's Becharish uva katsir tishpot. What does it mean, Charish and katsir tishpot? Meaning, Becharish shektsir asur, the plowing whose harvest is asur, meaning that must be, the what's that going to be? That's Charish shel Ereshvit. That's a plowing in Ereshvit because its harvesting is that which is in shmita year, which you're not allowed to do, right? That's the in the normal way. Should that which that's Kharishun Schwit Katzir Sharisho as um Asur. And when it comes to the the katsir whose harvest so who's plowing is Asur. So when you get some a particular um harvest whose plowing is Asur, the Azul Zhang, Zekzir Shwit, Shu Yotzel Moze Schwit. That's a harvesting of Schwit that goes out to Motze Schwit, meaning. We're talking about Tosefet Shvid, not just prior to Shmita, but also after Shmita. If you've got Shmita produce, it needs to be, it, can't, it has to be, it has, to be it has to be done like someone would take from hefker. Okay? So that's what it seems to be at this stage, the limit for the Pasuk. It seems to be Doraita, right? The drush is completely from the Torah. We have the concept of Tosefet Shvid. However, we're going to run into a problem immediately, and that is as follows. <laughs> So if that's the case, if it's Doraita, how is it possible that nowadays we can we you see p- people plowing all the way to Rosh Hashanah? So Rav Kruzbi, B'shem Rabbi Yochanan, says, no, that's Rabbi Gamliela Beit Why? she They were matir. Despite the fact it was Asu from Beit Shama and Beit Hillel, they came along and were Matirat. So now I've got a big problem with that. How can Rabbi Yehiam be Matira? Rabbi this 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 flow might be a bit familiar to you. But Rabbi Yochanan, byi lo ken didn't we learn this? or This is a Mishnah. Ain Beit Din Yachol levatel d'ivrei Beit Din Chaveiro. How can Rabbi Achu Gadol b'menor b'chokma minyan? A later Beit in, in history and and do attack. Can, it, can have a previous Beit Din unless is greater in number, meaning in Talmudim and and wisdom and minyan. So the question is, how is that? Uh, how is it possible the Rabban Gamliel could come and undo the Takanah bechamavit Hill that extended, if you like, all the way to Shavuot and Pesach? So the Gemara says. Um, so Rab Kruzba bishem Rab Yochanan and says sheim bakshu lacharosh What does that mean? And this is, means that already within the Takanah bechamavit Hill, they made a. Uh, a T'nai, that if a future bait in one undo it for, out of uh, pressing need of whatever reason it was, that they were able to do so. It was built into the re- original takanaso So, in other words, Ramaganga wasn't Vatel, the Takana B'chamad Hillel, he was just activating this uh, clause that allowed him to put an end to it. So then, if that's the case, Kamara says, if it no longer applies, akru otan If that's the case, why are we still teaching this Mishnah, if it's min M'vatel? So then, um, What's interesting, Rav Kruzbi Bashemriochan and says, No, she imbakshu lachso yachzoru. The reason why we still have it is because it's now is put in that if they wanted to reintroduce it, they could do so. Okay, that's why we've even though it's not applicable now, it might become applicable in the future. So the Gemara then asks, Hey Tiv Rav Yonah asks a question. Hare Parsha Miluma Parsha Hare Parsha Dora Hare Eina Matin Lakzo, Meataya Mishnah. So what he's saying is we've got many mishnah refer to things that have you know long gone in history that are not applicable anymore the way rab Chaim explains it when it says "dor," Dora, when it, what's the Mabel? this is that in Sanhedrin it says Dora, Mabul, Elem, or when it comes to the miloim it talks about the Korbanot in, in, in so if you see if if the original question doesn't seem to be a good enough question since like in other words you ask the question, if it's a halacha is no longer like, Beit Shama Hil, why are we teaching it? If that's a valid question, you can, you can question a whole lot of other halachas in the Mishnah that are no longer relevant anymore. Rather to make make you aware of it. In other words, I think it's a bit like meaning this is part of Torah learning. So therefore it's concluded. It, we don't we don't start taking it out even if, if it's uh, used by data is expired. However, Rabbanu says completely differently. He gives a different answer. This is very similar to what we see elsewhere, meaning in Masech the It says, and there it says, why, the Gemara, sorry, the Mishnah asks, why do we teach a, a dat Yachid amongst a dat Rabbim? Why do we have this Machlokot in the Mishnah? If normally we're halachas like Rabbim and not like the Yachid, why do we even teach it? What, you know, let's if Mishnah were meant to be memorized, Let's try and uh, make the Mishnah more concise and just teach the teach the, the halachas like. Why even, uh, why are you teaching, uh, why were you we teaching a uh, dat yachid levat it sounds like. So the answer there was, mm-hmm. the rationale that's given there is that if someone, one rabble come along and says, I have a tradition, the halachas like X, different to what you're doing. They say, we have a history of what those shitot were. And you can simply say, ah oh, you know why you heard that? Because that's Shittat Rabbi Shimon, or that's Shittat uh, this Dayachid, who we don't pasken like. So too, so too, we hear the reason why the Mishnah, another reason he's saying, or the, he gives a different opinion of the reason why we still include the Shit bechal and Hillel, would be that if someone comes along and says, but one second, I remember hearing that we were not allowed to do Erev Shmita. We we're not allowed to do Malacha." All the way back to Shavuos, you can say Yomel Lo Shnei Prakim Arishonim Shamata. you you know what you're remembering. You're remembering Hilal prior to the Beit Din of Rabban Gamliel coming to a naled. Okay, so Rav Acha b'Shem Remyoch Yonatan says as follows: B'Shach Asrulamikrasamchul or lamikra samchu. Now, by the way, it's important to understand is. Um, I'll, I'll read you some of the Likud uh, uh, the, the, Mishnot Eliyahu from the Eliyahu. And he, he basically summarizes the conclusion of the Gemara there. If you recall, the Gemara in the Moed Katan, uh, this is Bavli of Moed Katan, of course, um, that we, we saw there that there's also, there's Psukim, there's Takanot, but there's also, we also have Halachalomashia Sinai of Esenotot Beisel. And the question was how do we miyash all three of them together? Because you can say it was a takana, but how does it deal with halacha Moshe M'sinai? How does it deal with the p'sukim? So in summary, it says One second, it says First point is I understand like Shma, the Mishnah Dalit. what? Meaning the isur is from Hilchata and not Mipsukim, meaning he, they would Dorish the Pasuk, the Mikra, the, the, the Pasuk we saw before was like the other shita that says the Lishrei ktsira to Omer Bishaba that allowed a ktsira. the only ktsira that's asked in the Omer is Ktsirah, the Reshut, but not, if you recall, ktsira to Omer is Mutar during Shemitah. And the Hegimira, the Hilchata, and what about the Halachah of Moshe Messina? He says that that was only B'zman B'isamik Dash Kayan. The, hal- the Halachah of Moshe Messina that adds 30 days of Tosefet Shvis, that is only Bisman Mikdash Kayam. So therefore nowadays, since the Halechal doesn't apply, that's where our Bangamlia were able to, if you like, uh to um to rely on the uh to, to say that it's a muta or later Hashanah. Okay. Because and again they weren't bechamed had like this get out of jail there was all this clause all these claws in it that let you undo it. So they were just activated. it. Now we say as follows Ravacha Bashem Rav Acha B'Shem Yonatan, this is, similar, this is like Shitta Rav Yochanan in the Bavli, in Mo'at Katan. It says that when there were Asura, there was Somechonet the Mikra. And when when Brahma and Gamliel, they found a smach min ha Torah, meaning a basis in the Torah to say it's muta. Why BeShasha Asura, Mikra, Beharishu, Tishpot? They understood it based on the past we saw previously. This is the same drash we had before. The we see from this pass of comes to teach us of Bharish of and the Kitsira of Mozishwiz. Same way we explained it previously. That's how they based the that's that's what they were so on when they thought the understanding was that it's Asum and Torah. Um, however, Bashashi too, Raman Rabban came along. He says, No, Samchu." this says in the, the Torah, it says we've got a pasuk that says it's actually Muta. We don't have this concept of the Savish. Why? Because it says Sheshit Yamitovodva Sikom And in other words, we have a hekesh, we connect the um, we learn Shabbos to or Shmit, sh, sorry, Shvit from Shabbos, Shmita from Shabbos. Because just as it says on Erev Shabbos, it was Sheshit Yemitavod Despite the fact, you know, in other words, when it comes to Shabbos, you're allowed to do Malacha on Friday all the way up to Shkia. Now, yes, there is a Mitzvah to Sefer Shabbos, there's no question that, but that you can make it with a Kosher. Hoop. Okay? af Erev Shabbos, also Erev Shabbat Shanim, therefore, also, if we got we connected to Shmita, You'd be mutala ad until all the way up to, if you like, until Shkiata Hama as well. Maybe you can have a Tosefa koshu. That's what they're relying on. The same Torah Doraisa, you're allowed to do. There's no Indian of Tosefa Shvid. Okay. And that's what we're relying on. That's how we understand the what Rabban the Rabban Beit and did. Now we ask a question. So let's understand Shita Bitchan Baithil, why is it? that we say, it's until Shavuot, you're allowed to plow a ste'ilan. What's the basis? It says, He says, because until that point, your plowing is good enough for the fruit or improves, it's beneficial to the fruit that grew on the sixth year. From that point onwards, it is detrimental. The manavella is like it? but it's detrimental to the fruit. So therefore, as we've said previously, then it's clear that what you're plowing, if you're not doing it for the sixth year produce, you're already doing it for the Produce is going to be all oh, for the for the benefit of shemitah. The then asks, This is this um, your the fact you can plow all the way to shavuot applies both for fruit trees and non fruit bearing trees. So it doesn't seem to be directly related to fruit at all because it seems to be even trees that cannot bear do not bear fruit. You'd be able to uh, plow in those fields. So it says, "No ad kanu ma'avet hakorat." In other words, it's not just the fruit it's beneficial to, it's to the tree itself, meaning until Shavuot, the plowing is beneficial to the growth of the tree, the trunk literally thickens the trunk, that's what it sounds like in the Mishnah. However, from that point onwards, if you plow around the tree, it's actually going to be mitayesh kocho, it's detrimental to the health of the tree, and therefore clearly what you're doing then is plowing for the benefit of the bishmiti. Let's take out the word and it continues. Since it's quite clear he knows it's going to be, um, it's it's going to weaken the tree. Afhu, take out the word mitka So therefore, clearly he's doing it for the Avodata haaretz. He's doing it for the benefit of the land. Okay. Then it says Now the question is, It seems to be that beit shamay. Uh, so in other words, there's a in Ediot, there's a whole lot of Mishnah to talk about the kulas of Beit Shammai and the Chumras of Hillel. So this Mishnah, if um, if uh, if if we if Beit Shammai says as long as it's still good for the tree, that and the understanding here is Minastam, that's a later time than it is in Hillel with Shavuot, even though they're close. So why do we mention this as one of those cases? So Pamim sometimes it might be. But the rain is there's not much rain. Vena lecha mitzia, and the ground is not moist anymore. Ve'ain change the word here to forhu te'ain. Ve'ain atid lachros kodem la'atzaret. And you and you and you're not gonna there's an, there's going to anymore. There's kwen to be kediv rebbei shamay that you're not going to be plow. You should stop plowing. They're not going to be shamay prior to atzeret. Obeyed hilol or made aratzeret. But hilol then would be mekil. In other words, since it's not a 100% every year, the Beit Shama is indeed more mekil, because some years, depending on the amount of rain that falls, Beit Shama ends up being more machmir in terms of time you have to stop plowing in a steilan. That's why it's not mentioned as one of the, the cases where Beit Shama is more mekil than Behil. Some years he might be, some years he won't be. Okay. Well, not he, they. Beit Shammai, Let's continue. steilan. Now, the question, what's considered a steilan, that the Chachamim allowed you to plow an entire Beit Seah for it? Now, Beit Seah is 50 by 50, I'm not. Okay, so we say esos ilan. That's kol shlosh ilanot la Beit Provide you have three trees within a Beit then you can plow the entire Beit for it. Imro, however, imro im le lasot kikar dveil as shishah maneh be italgi. Then choshrim kol Beit Se'ah We're going to discuss how that, uh, how what that, how that shear shi- works. That a dveil is a keker press figs. So okay, let's assume it's fig trees. As long as it produces sixty maneh. Of uh, b- b- so sixty of a maneh that's a particular weight. Um, then, then, then you can plow the whole field. In other words, it has to. each These trees have to produce a certain yield. Again, we'll refine this soon. There has to be three trees that produce a syphoning yield. Once you have that, then you can plow the whole batezah. Okay. Um, then it says the Gemara says, Pahot-mikan. If not, either you have less trees or the trees themselves don't produce enough. We say then, Chachamim wouldn't allow you to plow the whole field from after Pesach. You'd have to then only, elam You'd only be able to plow the the, the the space that is surrounds a tree of a harvester in his basket, which is the space of two amod on either side. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry, four amod That would be four amod on each side, my mistake. I thought it was two, but it looks like it's four here. Sorry. Let's continue. Rabbi Yudah says, B'Shem, Rabbi, B'shem Shmuel. Uh, Rabbi Ahu says, B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan. Hakoneh Shloshah Ilano Patoch Shel Chavir. If someone purchases, this takes us to Babat right? So if someone purchases three trees in a Patoch Shel Chavir, in his friend's field, if the rochokim, if they're within a distance of Mata Asara Labat the distance that one would normally space 10 trees within a Beit and understanding here is just around 18, 18 Amot. So if if those three trees are within around 18, 18 Amot, and Krovim have Habakar or but they are at a distance such that they're not too close that a Bakar, meaning an oxen, can go through with a machreshah. that's four Amot between each tree. Then we say, kane karka. then he acquires... The karako along with a sail between them. Okay. uh, and and also Shachutzalahem, and also around the outside, not just the, the 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 um the land underneath it, not just the land between it, and also, also the land on the outside, Maloha oravasilo, Okay, Milo oravasilo, as we said, is the the the, the that was an up room for the um for the and salo, the harvester in his sal. And we said that's Dalanamo. Um, fine. Now, that's, uh, that seems to be not related to Shemitah, right? That's the case in Mecca the Gemara says, Rav Amar, that's baasuin Tsova. That's only if it's been organized in a fashion that trees are Ba'atsova. Tsova means they're sort of like in a tripod configuration, okay? And so they're not in a direct line. However, the Shmuel says, baasuin b'shura, even if they're in a direct line, these halacha would also apply. So Am Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi, says, Tamani Tamrit, that Machlok, between Rabbi Rav Shmuel, is only in the case of Mechach umemka. However, the Lo Itamrit, Hav Shmuel would agree in our case that if you got three trees planted in a row, then you wouldn't be able to plow the entire Beit Seah up until the up until the Shavuot. Okay. So in other words, this configure now the, the reason for that is I'll explain. Let me read your rav the only if they're made in this uh, in the tripod configuration, then you can crash kol Why? The the reason is If you've got two side by side, space significantly, we know that the that what happens, the tree itself will yonek, at a diameter, if you like, of twenty-five. So, so therefore, two by two, side by side, space say fifty amot uh, Sorry, uh, twenty-five amot apart. They're going to cover the full width of fifty amot, correct? And then, if you for if you place one underneath it, I'm going to simply say this outside. If you place one underneath it at a particular distance, so another say twenty-five amot from the row above, it's going to ca- cover the full vertical of also fifty amot in terms of the area that the tree is going to your neck. Now, despite the fact because it's in a tripod, the bottom left and right corners, it's not going to yonak that area. Doesn't matter. The chachamim allowed you get the whole full beats out. Now that's that makes sense in the Sh- error Shmita if they're all in a tripod. However, if they're all in a row, it's not going to be in your neck, it's not going to draw out sustenance from the ground to the all the way down for the full 50 amot. That's that's what he says. So therefore, even though Shmuel says by this idea of three, having three, you connect karaka, yes, it could even be in a straight line. By Schmidt, it doesn't make sense to say that. He'd have to say he agrees with Rav, because the only way that these trees are going to draw sustenance nearly from the entire Beit Seir is if it's in that tripod configuration. Because if it's in a straight line, it's not it's basically maybe just going to get half of the full Beit and not the and not not nearly cover all of it. Okay? However, Amarav, your night says, Hafilo even here, Shmuel agree. Itami now, why is that? He says, because what's going to happen, now this is, you have to understand this because we're going to, the, most of the rest of this, uh, on the next you know, 15 lines, are going to be cushions on this idea. He says, as soon as they come too close together and it can't go in one direction, the trees are going to compensate, if you like, by stretching in another direction. Okay, so yes, normally we say the area that your neck seems to be, say like, what is it, um, 12 and a half amort as a radius in all directions, but if they're squished together, such as each tree, if it, 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 each now only has 17, which is really, what's that, an eight and a half on, on each side to stretch sideways, because it's going to knock into the other tree, it'll compensate by stretching out 25 amort downwards and 25 amort upwards. Okay, and that way, still, if they're in a line, they're going to cover the full beitzah. So, in other words, Shmuel would still agree in this case that um, that even in a line, you would be able to cherish the whole beitzah until Shabbat. Okay. However, uh, and here we're gonna we're, we're going to see about four is it four different caches on this idea that if a tree is crapped in one, it's going to compensate and stretch even longer in another direction. So, first is Amar mana Krovim. krovim. and it says Verbekelav. We've just said previously that what we said in the case of Baba in, in the case of um that what if they're too close together, we say that since there's not enough room to draw sustenance, then it, they're, they're gonna you don't get the land in between because it's likely you're gonna pull out one because it's not it's just not enough room for it to draw sustenance. So he says it, it's like Tashma type like, it's asking me, the way Chaim explains. Um, he says, but one second, it's also very muffled as well. He says, You're telling me that if it's spaced enough that there's four one in between, then the Sharashim will go in the opposite direction and compensate. But if they're even a bit closer, they won't. That's ridiculous. In other words, if you're saying that the, uh, the tree will compensate in opposite direction, it shouldn't matter how close they are together. Why is the Shira suddenly this? Uh, um, this, the sheer, um, in terms of Mexico Memkar, that, that it's uh, the, 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 what is it? The shore, um, Kadei Ha'abakar or Verbeke number two, Rebelazar Sha'al, Mizur Lizu Sheshesh Revetz, Letzad Esrim He says, How does it, how do you work this out proportionally? You're saying that normally it's 25 up and uh, they have a radius, sorry, a diameter of 25. So you're telling me now that if suddenly the radius or the, the, the horizontal width it can go is now 16, that suddenly it's going to spread out to 25 up and down? Who says? How is that a good, in, in, like not just 25, it's 50 I'm not up and down from top to bottom, a 20 a radius of 25 to, to cover the full baits out. How does that work? Next, Kasha. Now, what you're, doing, what you're telling me now, what happens if it's three in a row right next to a fence, not in the middle of a field? Okay? You're going to say, you're going to say that if the fence is deep in the ground, so that the roots can't go to the direction of the fence, it's going to spread a full 50-amot in the other direction? Is that what you're going to say? Again, that, that doesn't make sense, that the roots will now compensate and go the full 50-amot and give the whole beitzah. So it must be that it's not all in a line and the final kasha, amar biyasi in bainit in itan lahem arba'a na supposed to arba'im ad sa'a sa'amik kan basamik kan His kan is as follows. kashur's followers he says arbi rabhaim im batokh bait sa'a umdim har baila not sufim if some they've got lots of trees they're all squished together in this bait sa'a baila and they've got no place to lit pashet bainihim they can't they're so close to each other they can't spread towards each other then you're going to say, then, according to your rationale, then they should spread each of them off 50 amot in one direction, according to your spara. Nimsa, therefore, you should be giving him, not Beit seya you should give him four seya in each direction. And the Misha doesn't say either. So these are all the and on, on, this, on this rationale that if it can't go in one direction, it's going to compensate for pushing out even further than the other. And this seems to be, uh, so therefore, we're tr- it's, trying to, it's a kash on Shidra Vyonah, and it seems to be, oh, they, these are difficulties raised on Ravyonah. And rather in supporter of Yossi, that really Shmuel in the case of Shemitah, would agree that the three trees in the Beitzeah can't be all in a the line; they have to be like uh, spread out in this, uh, tri- like as I, I said, tribal configuration. Now, Rabbi Yirmi asks another question. What we find here on our Mishnah is we said that if it's Pachot Mikan, if you've only got say even one tree, or if you've got uh, they don't produce enough, we said that you can only you can only plow around it. A, what, it, what was it? A, um, a, a thing in Silo. Let me get the last one. Um, uh, I've had the blank. Where is it? Oh, previous mission. Sorry. That's right. Yes. Sorry. I can't remember the Ora. the harvester in his basket. So he says something interesting. He says, one second. Um, what if you've got one geffen, one vine? Have mudla al gabesh tei sayin, but it's been trestled in such a fashion that its branches spread over a massive area, right? More than Beit uh he says. So ata choresh karaka shatachtav, you can then plant under, you plow underneath it. The karka chutzla and the karaka next to it also melo um, orav the chutzla. And sorry, be isu shnei praki so, so what is, the point he's is stressing is, is that if you say that, um, that with a single vine or a single tree, here's a particular vine, but um, that, that you can plow underneath it and chutzla, chutzla outside it, uh, this, um, this or of a basilo, this other for, initial foramot, then what we find is you can find one vine is even more meikil than three because sometimes you have a single vine that seems to have grown wildly over a very vast area, as vines can do, and then you'll see that it'll be an appalling even beitza time, even much more than an area than a three. Okay. Now, Numara then asks, Elu malan Horshin Bo Milamata, Milamatan, Horshin Bo Milamala. Now it doesn't say Elo. Rather, what Gemara is saying is saying as follows. Reb Chaim says we have to have the gurus of, of here of the Rashirelia. You don't read the word Elu, you have to read Ilan, meaning Ilan mala So what happens if you some we've seen this case in, in Kilayim, we've got a, a like a uh, 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 produce or vines and are like planted on a mountain, on a step like configuration. So, what it's saying is, we have these steps. And you've got the tree, the ilan, or the vine planted on the upper step. It says, you can even plant on the level below it, the entire Beitsea. Also, the opposite as well. Meaning, even if the vine's on the bottom, you can plow, it sounds like the, the madriga, the level above it that's next to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ilan Milamalan Hoshimba Milamata, the Ilan Milamata Hoshimba Milamala. It makes sense when you say the Ilan Milamala Hoshimba Milamata. The Ilan Milamata Hoshimba Milamala. Once again, it really makes sense that if you've got a, a tree down below, you can then plow the madriga above it. In other words, again, why are we plowing? We're plowing for improvement of the tree for the roots. And the madriga above, you've got a thick level of soil above where the possible roots are. So what is that really true? You can plow above it as well. So Nishmin Mahada, we can learn from here. Bor, it says you have to distance an, a tree from your neighbor's bore, his hole, water hole, 25 amot. But Taniela it says whether or not what. The, it sounds like whether or not the tree's on the lower level and the friend's pit's on the top level or the other way around. So, So or Or does it mean, perhaps, where the trees above and the bores are below or they're both on the same level. And the Gemara says, We'll continue from here tomorrow. But he's saying here, we see quite clearly that even if the boar is above in the top level, and the trees in the bottom, it sounds like we have to be choshish still that the roots might do what? As they go to where the madriga is, it's going to go upwards. Okay? And if it's going to go upwards, that's why it's oserot. So so to here, we can understand why then, at this stage of the Gemara, we'll continue it from tomorrow, but why if the tree's on the bottom level, you can still choresh the if part of that beitsai is the madriga above it, because understanding is, then also the roots will benefit from it as it might train upwards uh, in that madriga. That's what it sounds like at this stage, but we're going to test that tomorrow when we continue. So that's the first half of Shavis. have <inaudible> <inaudible> <inaudible>